Welcome back to the Orange Boy Inquiry. This episode is brought to you by Clinical ASMR Meditation for Pneumonia Patients. My name is Rainstorm, and I will be your spiritual guide as we take a sneak peek into the world of relaxation. We will begin by closing our eyes and taking a deep breath in and out in all for today for more relaxing tips and tricks visit us at www. com may peace find you <laughs> good, good ad, Jared. Uh, yeah, wow, thank that you. Was very thank good you. ad. You guys definitely heard that. I like. Welcome back it. <laughs> to the Orange Boy Inquiry. Uh, this is a show, a podcast where we are three boys <laughs> who like the color orange, and we love, love to talk about movies and everything that comes with it. Um, my name is Jared, and that is Niall, and that is Lucas. Oh wow! Oh wow! Smart. Thanks for naming me. <laughs> that makes sure yeah, that that, that streamlined that process quite a bit. I liked it. Yeah, I I had a friend tell me that he can't tell the two of you apart, and so that's not going to help. <laughs> oh dang it! Well, he can't tell our voices apart. Yeah, I'm going to do the entire episode now with my Lucas impression to make it even. Yeah, can we can we hear it? <laughs> Likewise, that's pretty. That's pretty spot on. That's good. I like to say that word too. I know. All right, Guys, I'm done with the with the impersonation. Yeah, I was about to jump right into the Thank next you. part. Oh, okay. Guys, I love movies. Me too. I love too. everything from the the visual component that it brings, the the acting and the directing. But you know what ties it all together? The smell. No, what? Please, I must know. It's the movie score. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah. You see, all the best movies, uh, which I won't name, have amazing <laughs> scores to... Because we might name them during this right. episode. So I, I was going to say... I don't want to say... For copyright all purposes. The, all the best movies, like Flubber. <laughs> oh, yeah. There or, we go. 
Friday the Friday the Thirteenth Two, uh, <laughs> Lost in New York. Um, all of these movies are accompanied by a fantastic film score, um, and whether you just listen to these independently, like while you study, or whether you see it in context of the scenes while it unfolds on the big screen. Uh, there's nothing quite like a masterful score. Uh, and so today we wanted to talk about some of our favorites. Uh, these might be some that just make an impact on us while we watch it, or some that just transcend the movie-going experience as it is. Uh, we'll get into all of that. Um, but we're going to talk about our favorite film scores, our favorite composers, and maybe some of the movies that will that they accompany. Um, yeah, any <laughs> any like first thoughts before we jump into our questions? Um, the floor a little bit. For me, I just want to say, as much of a, a music person as I am, and I love to listen to music, I don't often listen to film scores. So while I'm watching a movie, I'll think, "Oh, this is a great." Like this, this music is amazing and I love it, but I, I forget about a lot of movies afterwards because I don't continually listen to the music. And so this one was hard for me. So mostly I'm alerting the, the listeners that if I miss something or, or don't talk about something that you would think I would have talked about, it's just cause I forgot. That's like the opposite <laughs> for me. Really? Um, yeah. I actually really like listening to movie scores after the fact or before even um i just really like listening to them so i have listened to many uh, a movie score and usually i'll try like when there is a movie that i go and see and the score sticks out to me i'll try and listen to it um but i unlike niall do not listen to nearly as much music as he does so i i replace my good music with movie scores <laughs> <laughs> there you go and weird um, out <laughs> and Weird Al and The Lonely Island. Um, yep. I, I also want to clarify before we get into it that we are talking about the scores of the movie and not the soundtracks, which can get confused a lot of the time. Right. So we're not talking about the featured songs that appear in the movie, but we're talking about the orchestration usually or uh, like music that was made specifically for the movie uh, and that accompanies the scene typically just in the background. Um, or, you know, when it goes, yeah, right. Um, all right. Yeah. I think that's a good intro. I think, I think we covered our bases. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our first question. I'm excited to hear what you guys got. Awesome. I can go ahead and ask my question. So my question is of all the movies that you dislike or don't like as much as other movies, what is your favorite score from a movie that you don't like as much, but the score still stood out to you? Well, um, I will go first. F to Jared's yeah. friend, this is Niall speaking. Um, <laughs> I, it was uh, Lucas who asked the question. Lucas asked the question. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and Jared is talking now for all right. of Niall... Or all of Lucas's friends and for Niall's mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's our shout out. <laughs> there's, our, there's our obligatory talk about my mom on the podcast. Um, yeah, yeah. So this one was especially hard for me because I especially don't remember the score of movies that I don't like. <laughs> so, right. so it was really, it was hard for me until I thought of my answer. And then I was like, oh. 
of course. Like, I, I can't believe I didn't think of that immediately. <laughs> yeah. Which is Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I I despise movie. that movie for a lot <laughs> of reasons, um, but that movie is responsible for the introduction of the Wonder Woman theme. Yeah. Which is one of oh, the best yeah. things that DC has done. For sure. And it's just like, oh, it's a great theme. <laughs> That guitar um, riff is so good. Yeah. yeah. Also, for copyright reasons, I don't know if we're allowed to put the scores in additionally. <laughs> right. So we might just have to like. We're sing gonna have all to impersonate <laughs> all of them. I think I think you can do like a few seconds. I don't think. Yeah, it's, it's up to ten seconds or something. I looked into it at one point. Yeah. But I think it's oh, better well, if, if we do we're it not... vocally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a but, little more on brand. Yeah. It's <laughs> more. It's yeah. more orange. Um. <laughs> but I really do, like, I remember liking all of the music of that movie and just kind of, like, thinking, well, at least they had that going for them. And I truly do think yep. the the only good thing that came out of that movie that lasted is the Wonder Woman theme. Um, Was that score Hans Zimmer or Junkie XL or both of them? I have no idea, but... Okay. that's. Those are the two listed under the okay. movie. So okay, I, that's I, why I don't know. Yeah, I I'm think they sure. both did the yeah. movie together in, in collaboration. Yeah. yeah I'm not sure it, it looks who, like it's collab. Yeah. And I'm not sure who's responsible specifically for the Wonder Woman theme. But I wanted to just say Wonder Woman, but I like that movie. And so <laughs> Batman vs. Superman, Dawn yeah. of Justice was yeah. the natural uh, option outside of that. So that was my pick. Cool. Um, so I, I've got, I'm going to have two picks because one is a movie that I actually do like. I just think the, the score is overlooked a lot of the time. And then the other one's a movie I don't like, but I think the score is very good. And it's also, it's, it, I feel like both of my answers are half answers because the first one, I like the movie and the second one is more of a musical. And so we'll we'll kind of get into that. But so please take my two half answers as one whole answer uh, for this question. Uh, My first is uh, a movie I do love, um, but nobody ever compliments the score like it deserves. And that's National Treasure. Yes, dude. Nice. Yeah. The the composer is Trevor Rabin, I think, is how you say it. But, I, no I mean, idea. like, I, that's the thing is I, I don't hear that name around. I, mm-hmm. I feel like this might just be a very low-key composer who doesn't get a lot of hype. Uh, but, but he absolutely killed it for for this movie. Uh, and I don't think I can sing it off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> but trust me, if you if you listen to it, it'll flood you with memories and nostalgia of, you know, Putting Nicholas Cage on the back of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> um, my second answer is a movie I I, I dislike, um, but it, and it's technically a musical, so I don't know if, if this counts. But it's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, oh yeah. Oh really? Composed. You dislike that? Yeah. Also dislike. I do. <laughs> really? Yeah, I I'm not a fan. I th- I I never like, and and I'm not just not a fan of like. Uh, Tim Burton esque stuff. Uh, this one just it never sat right with me. Uh, 
the mixing of Halloween and Christmas in a twisted sort of way. I, I don't know. But the music always, like, I can jam to <laughs> all oh, the yeah. time. Uh, it's good. Danny Elfman who did the score for it. But, and I love so Danny good. Elfman. I love, like, Danny Elfman everything. is king. But this, this, a this, king. Uh, <laughs> <it> is, <laughs> he's not Jared. Right. No. Not me. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, those are my two picks. Hopefully Good they make one. But Cool. Lucas, it's all you. Nice. For me, I uh, thought of this question specifically because I had this thought coming out of this movie recently, and we've talked about this movie before. But this is Tenet. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's so, a really good good answer, actually. I still have not rewatched Tenet, so maybe I'll I'll like it watching it at home with subtitles. <laughs> but for now, my current experience is still negative. Um, so, but the one thing that I did take out of that movie was as bad as the sound design was, the score was amazing. I really, really liked the score, and that was something that I actually went home and listened to a few times afterwards because it is really, really well done. And usually um, it's Christopher Nolan and Hans Zimmer, but this time it was Ludwig Göransson. Who who, is great. Yeah, who is awesome. awesome. Yeah, he He did. uh, He does The Mandalorian. New Girl. um, Yep. And he did also Community, which is just Oh, I didn't know that. And weird. He did Black Panther. He did Black Panther. Yep. He won oh, an Oscar I didn't for Black know Panther. that. Yep. Yeah. I knew he that he did. I knew that he did awesome. Creed and Creed too. Yep. Maybe oh, he's right, a, right. a Ryan Coogler team up. Yeah. Very well <laughs> yeah. could be. Because uh, he's done. Uh. He's done a lot of good stuff. Like almost everything that I've listened to of his has been great. Another bad movie that he did was Venom, which also had a pretty good score. He did <laughs> Venom. Yeah. Oh, Venom. Um, I hate but, that movie. Yeah, likewise. But I chose Tenet because I really, really like that score and don't really good like pick. that movie. That's a solid no, that pick, is, though. That's a very good um, pick. But that conversation, uh, I think, leads us pretty well into my question. Um, How so? Well, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> I in In the film industry... It's very common that people team up at, in certain things, like directors and writers, uh, certain directors and certain actors, um, certain actors just together, like Will Ferrell and what's his face, like John C. Riley. John C. Um, Riley. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> but like yeah. there are there are a lot of <laughs> duos in film, um, and one that I think is maybe lesser known to a lot of the the public (laughs) as if we're not the public um (laughs) are director composer duos and so i want to know what you guys think is the best or at least your favorite director composer duo yeah awesome I'll, i'll start on this one um and this isn't an obvious choice i feel like there's some very very iconic duos that uh may or may not be mentioned but this one's a little more underground, and this is one I've only recently fallen in love with. Um, in movies such as Fantastic Mr. Fox and The Ooh. Grand Budapest Hotel, oh, yeah. uh, this is the pairing of Wes Anderson and, pardon my American... I don't know how to say his name either. Of this, <laughs> this I name, have no clue. But it's Alexander Desplat? 
Display, Display. Display. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce Desplat. it. But I love him as well. Um, his music does exactly what all of these composers will probably be doing, but is it complements so well the lighthearted wittiness of of these Wes Anderson movies. Um, it's playful and it's soft. It doesn't overbear the scene, and it yeah. really just highlights just these moments um, that make me laugh. I, I, yeah, you know, something Wes Anderson's humor is so niche and so unique to him and the music has to match that or else it doesn't fit at all or yeah. it feels like it yeah, falls flat a sure. little bit and that's that's where Mr. Displach <laughs> comes Displach. in <laughs> and Displach. there's, there's Grand so much Budapest that score is amazing I love yeah, it that's dude, another that's score that I've listened to that I've really really enjoyed what I like yeah. about his scores is there always is so much kind of like open space in there where it's like it, it really does feel like it was made very specifically for every scene and like the timing is there and it's just like the music is almost like another character in the movie oh, sometimes. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. Technical difficulties. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so that is that's my answer. Uh, I think, yeah. I th- if you haven't like watched those movies, you, you gotta check them out. Fantastic Mr. Fox was one that we rec- that I recommended everybody watch on our on our top movies episode. Yeah. Yep. So watch it. Pay attention to the to the music. Uh, he he also makes some really good themes and motifs that last throughout the movie, and by the end you're you're pretty familiar with. So uh, that's yeah. my answer good answer awesome thank you that is a great answer um and i definitely agree that he is awesome and good but mine is the most probably the most well-known and the most um typical but i just had to go with it because um i think this is the most classic duo and it is steven spielberg and john williams nice um obviously like it's every this is the one that everyone knows i think but mm-hmm. it's still the one I went with just because it's so good. Like, I don't think they've ever hit a wrong, like, a bad note. Like, the, every single movie that those two have made together, <laughs> Come on. even if the movie isn't great. <laughs> a bad note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see? Yeah, you see, what, yeah, you see what I did there? Um, this is high-quality podcasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah it nice. certainly is. Um, but of all the movies they've done, even if the movie itself wasn't that great, you can always count on the score being totally solid. Yeah. And it's to the point where a Steven Spielberg movie without a John Williams score is just absurd. Like, it's yeah. just unheard of. Even nowadays, like, he's still doing his stuff. Um, and he's so old. He's, like, 90 years old. But he's still making movies with his pal Steven Spielberg. And I just <laughs> think that's so awesome. Um, some of my favorites of theirs are Catch Me If You Can... Um, nice. I think that yes. score so awesome. I love Schindler's List score as well. Very different kind of movie than Catch yeah. Me If You Can, but that score <laughs> is phenomenal. Um, Jaws, Jurassic Park. There are just so many classic, classic movie scores that have come e. out of that duo. Star Wars. E.T. Uh, yep. Well, Harry Potter. Well, not Harry Potter because oh, actually, or Star Wars. Yeah, never mind. George Lucas did so. <laughs> yeah. But John Williams did do those, just so, not with right. Steven Spielberg. E.T. is what I'll add to that list. Yep, there you go. (laughs) Thank you. Um, 
No, that's good. And I I was honestly expecting both of you to go a little more middle of the road, so I also picked one that I thought was maybe not going to be talked about as much. Um, so real quick, we'll just – I'll bring up uh, Christopher Nolan and Hans Zimmer just yeah, to get that Yeah, that's the one I assumed way. you would choose. It, yeah, they're, they're great. They're wonderful. They're amazing. And I love everything that they do together. Yeah, and Hans are- Zimmer is – so dedicated to doing Christopher Nolan movies that even though he never wanted to do superhero movies, he did all three of the Batman movies. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's awesome, you know? Yeah, and those Batman yeah, so, scores are great. Oh, yeah. There's, let's see, there's Batman, Inception, uh, Interstellar. What else yeah. we got? But those, those are the big ones for sure. Those are the big ones. I um, think he also did uh, the magic one, Prestige. I don't Steve. think I'm not certain. I think that one was someone else, but I I'm. Did he do uh, could... Dunkirk? <coughs> yeah. Yes. He did. He did. Okay. There you go. Oh, I won an Oscar for it actually. Dunkirk is so good, yeah. but that's not who I wanted to talk about because <laughs> I wanted to talk about um, some directors that are very well known and their composer who is not very well known at least in terms of his name, and that is the Coen Brothers and okay. Carter Burwell. Mm. Um, oh, Carter. I was, Carter. <laughs> course, Everybody loves yeah, Carter. Of course. I never really knew about Carter Burwell um, as a person until I started kind of looking into film scores a couple of months ago. I was listening to the True Grit score, and I was like, dang, this is really good, like old westerny stuff. But then I looked into it, and he's also done um, a bunch of the Coen Brothers movies. He did uh, The Big Lebowski. He did Fargo. He did Raising Arizona. He did Hail Caesar. Um, it says that he did No Country for Old Men, but I think that movie is, like, famously musicless. Yeah, there's, like, nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I don't mean, really know why that's on the pat list. On the, pat on the back. <laughs> um <laughs> But, he wrote a single note that's just played, just ma. Yeah. <laughs> but I really do think that um, this guy is interesting just because the Coen brothers have this signature feel, but such a wide range of genre that they they go into and they, you know, play around with. And so the fact that they go back to the same guy every time to make a score that's going to sound completely different than everything else. Whereas, like, Hans Zimmer has his signature boaz. Yeah. And, you know, like, and like everyone's kind of got their... Si- yeah, ticking. Everyone's got their <laughs> signature sound. And Carter Burwell is kind of, like, outside of that. And he's more, like, just this super versatile, like if they're going to make a movie in space or if they're going to make a movie about cavemen, they're going to go to Carter Burwell and he's going to make a really good uh, soundtrack for it. And so I think, or, or score, excuse me. Um, <laughs> there we go. But I, I do think You're learning. that, uh, yeah, high quality <laughs> podcast. Uh, um, but I, I really recommend that everybody listens to all of the scores that he's done and sees all of the movies that he's done because he's done a bunch outside of Coen Brothers stuff too that's really good. But that is my pick. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's a very cool good pick. That that they have like or all of these directors have such trust in the composers to like 
carry out their vision regardless oh, of yeah. what the setting is. Uh, and, and I think that just speaks to how in tune they are with each other's like vision, you know? Yeah. And to go so, off a little bit of what you're saying with Chris Nolan and Hans Zimmer is as good of a pair they are, he didn't do Tenet because Hans Zimmer wanted to do Dune instead. So right. that oh. just gets me all the more hyped for Dune. Dude, Dune is going to be so sick. good. <laughs> I know. Because oh. he did, he worked with that director on Blade Runner 2049, which mm. I thought was one of his better uh, yeah. scores. Um, but I think my favorite of his are Inception and Interstellar. Those two are just incredible. They're I love so them. good. Yeah, but these I'm are all, so excited for Dune. These are all great movies. Uh, yeah. And I, you guys all really like the scores, which is great. But I, I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling there's one you like above the rest. And so my question <laughs> is going to be, in your opinion, what is the best movie score? Whether it just fits the movie the best or it's just so fun to listen to whenever... Um, this could be isolated to a single theme or a single song, or it could encompass the entire movie. I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say. The floor is yours. Awesome. I will go first. Um, I doubt you two have this movie, but there. I, I was thinking about this, and there are a lot of things that go into this answer. Part of it is nostalgia. Part of it is just genuinely a good movie score. Part of it is how much that I like the movie and how much the movie is complemented by the score. So for me, my answer is Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that I still will stand by that movie being very good. Obviously, it has its flaws, but the score of that movie is just amazing. Yeah, yeah. The throughout the entire movie, from when it begins in the the opening scene of them flying through space. And just the orchestral, just like it's so intense. And then especially the the final duel between Anakin and Obi-Wan on Mustafar. That yeah, song bro. is just unforgettable. Battle of the Heroes. Battle yeah. of the Heroes. Oh, I love so it. So good. It's <laughs> Duel of the Fates is also a great song and they feature it in that movie. But that in that scene, just the they have the choir singing as well. They have yeah. you know the mm-hmm. orchestra going along with it. It is just so, so good. Yeah. And so there are a lot of movies I was debating, but I think at the end of the day, that's the one that yeah. is impacted well, the most. And what I love about Battle of the Heroes is this movie and that fight is the culmination of all of the events in all three movies leading up to it. Yes. And the same thing with Battle of the Heroes. It takes all of these little elements from basically all of the scores before then and puts them into this one song. And it's just, oh, it's so good. I love yeah. Battle of the Heroes. Had I to agree. say something about it. No, yeah. Totally um, agree. So uh, I have two answers that I'll spend half time on each. Um, sure. First, first answer is um, one that I feel like is maybe a little cop-outy, but I just love it so much. Um, it's Avengers Endgame. Oh, I, nice. I listen to that score all the time because yeah. I use it as a soundtrack when I play my Marvel card game. Nice. Um, yeah. And I seriously, like, every moment of that score is just so good. And it's, like, it's it attests to the score when you can listen to it 
and feel almost like you're watching the movie, you know? Oh, yeah. And that's how that score is to me. Um, mm-hmm. So I really, really love that one. No, I'll, I'll add into, into that real quick. You, you said uh, for Battle of the Heroes, it's the accumulation, the release, and the one song. But the song Portals in oh, that soundtrack, which is oh. the final, like, oh yeah anthem yeah. of of the movie um and it's not just the accumulation of like a movie or two movies or three movies it's like 20 yeah. movies <laughs> the accumulation. it's like 12 years yeah <laughs> and i i listened to that just on my, like independent the other day while i was washing dishes and i honest honestly almost cried <laughs> like i was <laughs> yeah, welling dude. up i was like it's this amazing. is so cool yeah, uh, so, so yeah, good. yeah. Great answer. <laughs> let's um, let's hear my, the other one. My other answer is the soundtrack for Spirited Away, um, which oh. is just about exactly opposite of the soundtrack for, or the score <laughs> for um, Endgame. But it just feels, and I think a lot of it is nostalgia, honestly, but that music just fills me with such a... Uh, like a childlike wonder of like looking at the world in a different way. And, and that movie is just so beautiful. And when you listen to the score, it, a lot of it is just piano. Um, and it's just kind of a nice change of pace from other film scores that tend to be, especially blockbuster films where they're just so big but then you have Spirited Away with this huge, crazy story and just this super simple and very direct uh, score. And I just, I, I, if anyone ever turns that score on, I immediately want to watch the movie, you know? Yeah. Because it just connects so well to me. And so I, I put that in as my other answer. Yeah. No, that's... A great two answers, uh, and I Thanks. have to. I have to also do two answers, and I'm very nice. sorry. I, I don't. I don't mean to. Um, I'm the only true king here, I guess. Yeah, yeah you that's are. true. Very true. Uh, but you this, have the this, only right. <laughs> I think this. Uh, this kind of speaks. I think we will all agree that these ones cannot be uh, disregarded. Um, Howard Shore was able to create oh, uh, oh, a yeah. score yes. that transcends the fantasy genre, and it is now like iconic fantasy music. It, it, it is yeah, quintessential oh, yeah. to anything that comes after. Uh, Howard Shore, of course, did the the score for the Lord of the Rings trilogy, um, and yep. probably oh. the Hobbits. But I'm just talking about the Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> he fills these with motifs and. Uh, themes for like different groups, different uh, like the different strongholds throughout uh, Middle Earth and the the ring has a theme you know, like there are themes mm-hmm. throughout that he weaves in and out of each other and it creates just a masterpiece of... So good Yeah, the, the, I feel like the score tells a story in of itself and yep. that is I'm yeah, just glad so someone unreal. said it because yeah, wanted I to, agree. But... That was that was the one I was. That was the biggest one I was debating with. Yeah. Saying, but I figured yeah. one of you two would probably say it. So. Um, another thing that I learned about that score one time, I was watching a video about it. Yeah. But it was basically, 
the fellowship theme, like the one that you think of when you think the Lord of the Rings song. Yeah. Um, it only ever plays in the movies when the entire fellowship is together. Yeah, it, well, which it is plays I believe, in its entirety. Yeah, in its entirety, only one time. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're um, leaving Rivendell, I think is when it plays. Yeah. yeah, and the rest of the time they play like pieces and elements of it. But it's such a cool idea of like each character represents part of this theme, you know, and yeah. so you can't have the whole theme if every character isn't there. Right. And so it's just this super cool idea of like. Like, you don't even process it in your brain, but it's audible storytelling of them, like, sh- telling you what's happening in the movie with the music, you know? Right. Oh, it's just <laughs> so, so cool. I so love sp- it. Spoiler alert to anybody who hasn't seen it. Uh, <laughs> they're not 100% together 100% of the time. <laughs> um, in case you haven't heard of this, they're kind of indie. They're less known kind of art films. but from uh, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, really New Zealand. small. Check them out if you have time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my answer, um, so that's more of an honorable mention that I think all three of us wanted to say, but we all also yeah, wanted yeah. to be unique. <laughs> yeah, that's a good group um, honorable yeah. mention. Yeah, we'll both group honorable. claim that as well. Exactly. Okay, perfect. Um, no, my my all time favorite movie score, uh, I think, just really embodies this sense of adventure, uh, this sense of science fiction, as well as this youthfulness that is required for the movie um and that is alan silvestri in his movie back there to the future go. nice yep. yep uh you, you watch it. there it is <laughs> the moments that are tense are so tense and the moments that are triumphant are so triumphant uh it's really hard not to be totally encaptivated by the adventure of back to the future while listening to this score um and I'll, I'll sing this one that goes that that was the worst johnny b good impression i've ever heard in my entire life <laughs> you know that new sound you're looking for oh <laughs> uh, man marvin so, berry <laughs> marvin berry um <laughs> this is this that's my pick it's also my favorite movie so it's hard to separate it and one of the reasons it's my favorite movie is is because of the score so all the pieces come together and it ties it all it's yeah. it's the mold that fits it all together so yeah that's my pick i feel like yeah, Al- sorry go ahead alan silvestri also did the avengers music for our yep. listeners who aren't yeah. aware so he's got he's got a bit of a range you know <laughs> definitely not does. even in terms of what he's writing but just what movies he's scoring, you know? Like, I feel like every now and then I'll just be watching a movie and Alan Silvestri's name will pop up, and I'm like, what? (laughs) This dude just has scored so much. He seriously does kind of just pop up everywhere. Um, Yeah. But yeah, those are are our picks. I would love to hear everybody else's picks. Everybody whose ears are being filled with my voice right at this moment. (laughs) I would love to... Nile, <laughs> you got some. <laughs> okay, no, all right. Uh, <laughs> I would love for everybody to uh, uh, let us know on social media uh, at the Orange Boy Inquiry 
which we use actively every single day. <laughs> I'm always on it. We're, yes. we're always checking that and responding to everything. Frequent updates. <laughs> Very not true. Um, but yeah, let hey. us know what, what your favorite movie score is. Uh, we'd love to hear them. Anyway, Agreed. I think that is all for this episode. Please make sure to stay tuned. We try to release an episode every Monday. Um, we'll see if this one gets out on Monday as we are recording it on Monday. So Monday. <laughs> Monday. Right. Um, yeah, let us know if you have any topic ideas. This one was actually from a fan. So, uh, oh, wow. Samuel Shout out to Stewart. The fan. Yeah. Thanks for the topic. Sam. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, please give our sponsor some love. <laughs> yeah. Whoever Thank they you may to be. our sponsor who we <laughs> Thank know you who to this is. sponsor. Um, <laughs> And as always, which we say every time when we close our episode, let's should we all say it at the same time, what we say at the end of every yep. episode? All right. Yep. Yeah. Go we out love and get you. it to We love you. Go and get it. We love you. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>